Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Summer Sweesing, the piano DJ, and this is Bridge the Atlantic. Welcome to Bridge Atlantic's interviews, where we get to know the people behind and in front of the creative industries. We're your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber-Smith from Scotland, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists, and musicians. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Electric Kiwi. And I'm singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Marcin Valley from Canada, a man who wears many hats, literally and figuratively. When I'm not releasing music under my own name, I'm producing and mixing records for other artists. Speaking of which, if you'd like me to work on your next song or album, or you just want to say hi, get in touch. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, and Patreon as my name, Marcio Novelli. Were you experimenting with a new octave there? (laughs) (laughs) It sounded a bit uh, experimental, shall we say. Avant-garde. You're welcome. We're excited to share that we've made some significant updates to our Patreon page, and we invite you to become an official patron of the show to help keep things going and growing. Wow. Wow. Perks include... I've got nothing. Perks include early access to content, sponsored ads at the end, and now at the start of our shows, as well as your chance to co-host an episode alongside one of your favorite co-hosts, me, and there's also Ross And this this guy. There's also Ross. Yeah. (laughs) Also me. Uh, Hey, Loki. We've also got official BTA shirts available to purchase on our website. There's a link to them in our show notes, so go and get them. And Mm -hmm. if you use the coupon code BTAROCKS, you'll receive 10% off your purchase as our little way of saying Obrigado, gracias, merci beaucoup. Oh, you pulled in some French. That was our first French. Yeah, I said it in Mm -hmm. French, but with a non-French accent. It was very, very... um, Terrible. I know. I wasn't going to say that. I mean, if you're going to go there, that's fine. <laughs> We're actually both wearing our shirts today, as we always do. Um, yep. And uh, I mean, I, I'm I, actually, it's kind of cool. Every Tuesday, I feel like I get in uniform. I feel like I'm putting my superhero costume mm-hmm. on. I look in my closet. I'm like, I've got several mm, colors all of the same shirt. Capes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I see all these different uh Atlantic colors, and it's like always like, which one am I going to wear this week? Which one's mm-hmm. it going to be? And some, oh, Loki's coming to say <laughs> Uh, yeah, he is. <laughs> it's one of those episodes, guys. Just to let everyone know, it's one of those episodes. <laughs> but how do you, how do you decide which shirt you're going to wear, Russ? I would just wish everyone's clean. When everyone's clean, right? Most of mine are usually clean because yeah. I do laundry weekly. However, I usually I usually opt for black or white. But today we're doing we're doing some. I'm 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 going blue and you're going purple. Purple. That's how we're rocking it. We're mixing it up, people. Mixing it up. It's, yeah. it's summer. You got to mix it up. You got you got to do what you got to do. That's it. Um, and speaking about doing what you got to do, I want you to go check out my acoustic EP, the Reimagining Volume One, that I released uh, spring of this year. And you can listen to it anywhere and anywhere that you like to download or stream music. Um, share it freely with the world. Just let people enjoy it. That's what it's all about. Spread the love, and uh, I just want to put a smile on people's faces. It's really what I want to do. I want to spread love. 
Beautiful. Joining us this week out of Orange County, California, is Summer Sweesing. Summer is a professional pianist, keyboard player, music director, composer, film scorer, music arranger, and piano consultant. Oh, that's all. Deep breath. That's all. Not, not, you know, no big deal. As a professional solo pianist, Summer has performed for audiences as large as 10,000 people and has performed for two TED-sanctioned TEDx events. In addition to performing, Summer has also dabbled in film scoring, having composed the music for two short documentaries and one commercial so far. Summer also runs a YouTube channel where she posts many of her musical arrangements. Uh, her channel has over 6,000 subscribers and she has amassed over 2 million total video views. Multi-Grammy winning artists Skrillex and Campa of the Cataracts have reposted her cover medley arrangements on social media. We're excited to learn more about Summer and the advice she'd offer to her fellow musicians. So, hey Summer, welcome to the show. Hi guys, thanks for having me. No worries, I want to get awkward. Welcome. Yeah, I want to get awkward right off the bat and ask you three things about yourself that everyone should know. Everyone should know? Oh boy. Uh, Well, I play piano. Um, I live in California, which I love, and it's getting really hot right now. Oh, jealous. And... (laughs) Rub what it in. <laughs> um, gosh, uh, I, I'm a composer now. So <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I love that. Nice. Yeah. So I I found you on Spotify, I believe, and I messaged you on okay. Facebook because I had some of your music playing at my wedding. Yes, um, which is super cool. Nice. Thank you. It's very nice. Um, and then obviously I went on to read about you, and you've accomplished a lot in your career so far. There's a lot of stuff you've done. Uh, I actually had to cut a lot of stuff out of your bio because it was too much to read. Um, is there is there one thing that you would attribute your success to or one break that you would say has really stood out for you? Wow. Okay. So I didn't always know I was going to pursue music. Uh, I was, according to my parents, I was totally supposed to grow up and go to law school, be a lawyer, do that whole <laughs> academic route. Um and I was working at Jones Day San Francisco, this big law firm in the city, uh, for about a year. And I realized while I was there that my passion was definitely with music. Um, and it was actually at the beginning of that year when Skrillex had reposted one of my medley arrangements of his. And it drew me like a bunch of attention on YouTube and a bunch of Facebook followers, which I had never had before. And I thought, oh, well, now it seems like I have a platform to reach a bunch of people if I needed it. But I really didn't think I did at the time. So once I decided I wanted to pursue music, I realized that would have been a really great outlet that I could use. Um, I wasn't sure quite how to at the time. And um, that's where I realized now I'm becoming more business savvy as a musician. But definitely Skrillex reposting my music early on was the big break before I even knew it was a big break. <laughs> well, thank you, Skrillex. Nice. I actually, I, I met him years ago, back before he was Skrillex, when he was still known as Sonny Moore, as lead totally. singer from first to last. I think he was like 15 or something. He's a <laughs> short little kid, sweet, real sweetheart. And uh, yeah, and like no, no one would have ever guessed he turned into Skrillex. Craziness. Right. Craziness. But you know, you've created uh, piano covers and arrangements for artists as varied as Thrice, Circus Revives, Skrillex, like we already mentioned, and Linkin Park. And your videos have been shared by Skrillex, like you mentioned, and featured on prominent sites like LA Weekly. What impact has the exposure had on your career particularly, um, as these artists are very different genreized to you? So... I initially tried to hop on that like whole Skrillex train because I was, mm-hmm. you know, really intrigued by his music, at least from his EP. Um, and dubstep was really new back then. 
Um, now, in my opinion, it's a little bit played out, um, and that's not really where you know my tastes lie anymore. Um, but I would say, gosh, um, I just usually choose to cover what either I really like to listen to or what people request me to cover for public and private events that I have to play. So some of it is just work-related. Just so many people request a certain cover. So I'm like, oh, well, I guess I should record it and throw it out there in case people want to listen to it on Spotify or something. And I do. I love to listen to your stuff on Spotify. It's, I really like working to your music. Um, oh, and it's so thanks. cool to hear the melody. I'm like, oh, I know that song. Um, <laughs> because you arrange them so differently, but then the melody line sort of creeps in and you're like, ah, yeah, that's a Thrice song. That's a Circus <laughs> Survive song. So it's really cool. Awesome. Um, thanks. And you do so many different things, you know, arrangement, composition, live performing, uh, scoring films. Uh, do you approach these things different ways? You know, like for the different roles that you play, do you have to approach them differently? Absolutely. Um, I have to totally be in a different mindset for each of them. I mean, I'm pretty new to composing, I would say, um, and film scoring, film scoring, just because I never saw myself as a composer prior to about two years ago. I just thought it was something I would have to be trained at or had to take a formal class at just because I was classically trained as a child and they really ingrained, you know, the whole like reading by the book and like spending most of your time not really being creative, uh, mostly just, you know, learning to sight read really well or learning theory really well. Um, and for me, I just assumed that if I wanted to be a composer that was going to be, you know, respected for my, her work, then I'd need to at least like major in music composition and like take formal classes and understand that, which I don't. Um, everything I write, I do by ear. Um, I mean, I definitely have, you know, a music theory background, but nothing like a music major or someone from conservatory would have. So um, I have to be in a creative space, um, absolutely, and um, try and get myself, um, I guess, to feel inspired, um, force inspiration or whatever on myself, you know, go out in nature, hang out with friends, start conversations. I wouldn't just to see where it would lead musically, creatively for me, um, for writing my own stuff. For music arranging, it really comes very naturally to me. Um, just because when I hear a song, uh, my boyfriend can tell you I'm really weird when I listen to music. I hear things in solfege when things are being played, like whether if they're lyrics or instrumentals you know, on any in instrumentation, like whether it's electric guitar or like timpani or piccolo or piano, I hear the notes being like sung to me in solfege. And solfege, for those who don't know, um, is what people sing in uh, The Sound of Music, the Do Re Mi Fa Sol La Ti song. Okay. So yeah. that's what I hear, like when I'm listening to the radio. That's, I don't know why, because I have perfect pitch. So it just like translates in my brain really quickly. So I'm really. Um, easily able to pick out a melody and bass line and then I like to embellish it in my head because that's like the weird creative side of me um, that's kind of what um, leads to all of my covers um, arranging yeah so arranging is slightly different than you know the creative process for composing and then I when I gig it's also a slightly creative process in that there's always songs that people have requested me to perform like especially for weddings you know you're like, oh, blah, 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 we want this song for the entrance and the, you know, 
groomsmen and then the exit song, blah, blah, or the first dance, etc. Um, and I will have to work around that for everything else, um, just like based on my repertoire and what I know they like. Um, and when I perform, even if it's for private events or public events, I like to weave all of my songs together um, unless they very specifically just like want one song and then silence so that they can speak or something. I will weave all of my um, pieces together kind of like a DJ set. Um, so I transition from song to song and that is like really fun and creative for me because I, I think about what song I want to play next on the fly and then I have to figure out how I can connect the song I'm in to the song that I'm going to be going into like oh is there a key change is there almost a like a bit change? of improv in there in the sense like gotta be in, in the moment i, I do want to exactly. say i love that you that you don't that you didn't go to school for music i didn't either you know obviously no theory and all that kind of stuff but um and some of my favorite artists in fact half of them don't even know how to read music right, right. and, and mm-hmm. i said this on the show before but i sometimes think that intense musical training can be detrimental to the creative process i've seen mm-hmm. it happen with 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 friends of mine um, you know, who went from being somewhat creative to just being completely left brain. Do you know what I mean? Right. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I'd yeah. almost gone to that place back in high school, even when I was I was studying a bit more theory, and I actually stopped because it was actually messing up with my creativity a little bit. It was putting me too. Mm-hmm. It was putting my mind too much in a box, sure. which does not work for me. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's nice to hear you say that. Um, and uh, definitely, any more advocates for that? <laughs> just pure creativity, pure talent. Um, not taken away from obviously learning some some technique, of course, uh, but not yeah. just being so rigid with that either, because mm-hmm. it's it's kind of elitist in a sense. If you know when you've when you've got to be a certain way to have respect, that's craziness. Exactly. Craziness. Yeah, and and that's how I was taught, and that's how a yeah. lot of people who were like trained either like cl- super classical or super jazz. Yeah. You have like yes. weird elitists in both categories. Yes often and you'll find yes. a lot of them in conservatory so absolutely not not yeah. for that are you ready for your uh, 20 questions all right bring let's, it on <laughs> let's do this coffee or tea coffee meat or veggies veggies twitter or facebook Ooh, facebook definitely indie or major sorry indie or major indie it's hard to understand that scottish accent thrice <laughs> or circus survive oh thrice they're my favorite band. <laughs> oh, okay. Beethoven or Mozart? Beethoven. Education or experience? Oh, experience. <laughs> Figured as much. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Steve Carell or Will Ferrell? Steve Carell. I love The Office. I met him once. <gasps> in passing at, a, at Jimmy Fallon, at the Jimmy Fallon taping. And I yelled out, Steve Carell! And he walked right by me and looked at me, <laughs> he looked and he looked at me and went... <laughs> so it's not really that's meeting him, awesome. but yeah, I'm I'm using so meeting cool. as a, I'm stretching that term. Sure. Just acknowledging your existence. Yes, that would be you looked it at my face me. and saw that I existed for a moment in time. <laughs> that's awesome. So cool. Talent or attitude? Attitude. Skrillex or from first to last, his original band. Ooh, Skrillex. Though I do really like the from first to last new single, Make War. Mm. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I was so not expecting it. So yeah. Style or substance? Mm, substance. Game of Thrones or The Walking Dead? Ooh, Walking Dead. Brand new or Taking Back Sunday? Brand new. Studio or stage? Stage. 
Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? Michael Jackson. Celine Dion or Marilyn Manson? <laughs> Marilyn Manson. Yeah. <laughs> Whale or kale? Ooh. Uh, kale. Bette Midler or the Riddler? <laughs> Just because they rhyme. That's all. It's our level <laughs> of sophistication say, here. <laughs> um, the Riddler. I love Gotham, by the way. That's just like an awesome show. Yeah, it is, right? It's really good show. And your final question. Ross or Marcio? Aw, do I have to choose? Well, I don't know. Do, well, you? do you? I have to choose Ross because he's the one who brought me on. I'm sorry. I thought this. Was, I thought I you were like gonna be. One, I thought you were gonna be one of the clever guests that say Rossio or say like, "Well, no, I can't Rossio. choose." But it's. I fine. can. I do like. I like the the name marriage thing that you got going on. <laughs> Maybe I'll I'll go with I'll. Yeah, I'll go with Rossi. It's okay. You can't change your answer now. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, man. Summer, for any musician who wants to get involved in session work, particularly Mm -hmm. um, following a similar path to you, what would be some uh, advice you could give them? Uh, Network. More than anything else, um, something that I didn't really think about uh, leading into uh, transitioning from a law career to music uh, was the whole, like, business side of things and a lot of people overlook this because the music industry is so much hustle um like everyone especially here out in la everyone and their mom wants to be a musician or an actor actress you know director producer some creative and it's super saturated so if you want to be the person that they call in for sessions um you need to go and you know meet with producers meet with band managers like network throughout the community and make sure that your name is known and you know your abilities can be found like whether online or you know you have other friends that will speak for you other people that you've worked with who you know can leave reviews for them um it's all really who you know so i'd say networking more than anything i think that as artists like we feel weird about that you know because we're so going back to this we're so right-brained you know so like being the business side you feel weird but networking does not need to be a dirty word it can simply be connecting with people that um are like-minded you know because some people you might Mm -hmm. network with just don't work with you don't don't work so it's about finding the people that you connect with and that you drive with and that you can all grow together not a bad thing absolutely Mm -hmm. definitely and one last thing before we let you go, uh, just quickly, uh, for artists who are seeking endorsements or sponsorships, particularly maybe from an instrument brand, um, mm-hmm. what does an endorsement or sponsorship involve? You know, uh, very quickly, like, what's the best way for them to, to uh, achieve something of this? Um, okay, so first of all, I would highly recommend if someone's even seeking or thinking of seeking an endorsement um, for any brand is to reach out to Artist Relations. Um, I think... I don't actually know where they're based right now. I want to say maybe Tennessee, maybe national, but they helped me get endorsed by Nord and 64 audio. And I got to perform for Nam for both of those um, companies um, last year and this year, uh, which was awesome. So I'd say first, you'd probably want to um, find out what they offer as an endorsement. Um, Cause some people offer product some people actually require that you have their product before they endorse you, like Nord. You have to own a Nord keyboard before you actually get endorsed by them. Um, and then um, it also has to do with, like, what can the brand get out from endorsing you? Um, are you on tour with a big band? Or, like, do you have a huge social media poll? Um, so if you post about that company or that instrument that they will, you know, 
reach a new audience that they normally wouldn't have, essentially. So um, when thinking about endorsements, make sure you, uh, you know, it, it's, it, make sure you have a pitch, essentially. Like, it's make like, sure it makes okay. sense, basically. You know, mm-hmm. and I think I think the best. Uh, I, I think going along with what you're saying there, it, it's if it's something that you're into anyway, it's going to work out better, right, right? Than something that you're not into. Then it seems more natural, exactly. more genuine, right? Mm-hmm. So, Summer, where is the best place for people to connect with you online? Uh, I'd say YouTube or Facebook. Awesome, yeah. and they can find you just searching Summer Sweet Sing. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know a lot of people have trouble spelling my last name. <laughs> So I'd say probably depending on what they like to listen to, because I've probably covered something at least that they've liked to listen to. They just search summer and like piano on YouTube. I'm <laughs> sure they can it. find me. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and YouTube. And don't forget to visit our website and pick up one of our shirts while you're there. Yes. And as I mentioned earlier, my new acoustic EP, The Reimagining Volume 1, is now available everywhere. I'm also working on my second solo album, and you can be a part of it at marcinovelli.com slash pledge. Um, if you head over to my website um, and sign up to my mailing list, you actually will get a free song download. So make sure to do that. Um, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, and Patreon, which are all my name, Marcinovelli. And uh, just say hi. See what's up. Um, I like to chat with people on there. And uh, get to know all of you. So yeah. hit me up. I feel like we need to come up with some kind of cheerleader chant for your name, you know, to get the spelling in people's heads. M A R C I O N O V E L L I. It's Marcio Novelli. Something, something. We'll we'll work on that. We'll we'll be better for next time. Wow. As for me, I'm working on websites for various artists at the moment, and you can check out my work at electrickiwi.co.uk. Maybe we'll figure out a cheerleader chant for that another time you'll find me on twitter and instagram as electric kiwi and on facebook electric kiwi design this episode was brought to you by 30 roses a virtual assistant and consultant to musicians and other creatives as well as chris keaton buck naked soap company and social search all links are in the show notes so please check them out because ross tell them what they do for us they help to keep this show alive that was very anticlimactic I know that's kind of what I was going for. <laughs> you're you're building up. Well, you know, I, you know, after you criticized me last time, I'm, you know, I'm not going to treat time? you to that anymore. Well, exactly, <laughs> not treating you guys to that anymore, unless you want it. Come Tell on, me. it's my favorite. Okay. Come on, you got to give it to the people. <clears throat> got to give it to the people. Come on, man. What do they, they do for us? Keep the show alive. <laughs> wow, you just made my Can, week. You can't say I don't treat you. <laughs> And if you'd like to sponsor the show, please visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. We, uh, we recently updated our rewards, uh, which now include sponsorship at the start of our interviews, as well as an opportunity for you to co-host an episode. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube and iTunes so you don't miss any episodes and leave us a comment and let us know what you think of the show. What hap- whatever happened to uh, YouTunes and iTube? They went out of business. They weren't very good. <laughs> anyway... Summer, this has been great. Thank you so much for coming on uh, our show and chatting with us. And it's been a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you so much. It was really great actually meeting you guys. (laughs) Well, you know, Summer was a part of my wedding before she even knew. There we go. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. Seriously, I love that. Come back again sometime soon, okay? Okay. Thanks so much, guys. (laughs) 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 